Please welcome to the Apple Store, Covent Garden, London, tonight's guest moderator, Jess Bumpers. Hi. Um, yep, I'm Jessica Bumpers. I'm a freelance fashion journalist, and this evening I'm going to be interviewing Quishan Zhang. Um, before we welcome him on stage, we're just going to see uh, his spring-summer 2016 collection, and we have a little film. So, you guys. <laughs> We're going to uh, invite Huishan to come and join me. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, everyone. <laughs> um, so, 
Weishan and I have known one another quite a few years. Um, I met you first when you were at St. Martin's doing your BA. Yes. So when was that? Do you remember? I remember it's like, I remember it was like a preview before mm -hmm. the press show. Mm -hmm. So um, we've been told there's somebody from Vogue <laughs> who's fabulous, want to come to see <laughs> the student before the show. So that's as far as I know you. Mm -hmm. And then obviously that's where we met and then you know, keep the relationship going mm -hmm. after this as well. Yeah. And what, what year was that? It's uh, 2010. Okay, yeah. so your branch is now sort of five, six yeah, years Yeah, so I graduated and then I waited kind of a year almost like to launch the brand. So yeah, so it's now it's like four years, 12 to five, yeah. Crikey. Yeah. Okay, so take us back to the beginning. Um, why did you want to get into fashion? Sort of what's your first fashion memory? The first fashion memories, um, I remember like when I was in China, when I was like, you know, like a teenager, like I always like, like art and, uh, you know, these kind of things, always like fascinated with craftsmanship and then, you know, like drawing. Mm -hmm. So by the time you kind of, you know, because in China it's not really, you know, people thinking that's not a proper job. Mm -hmm. So you, you never had a chance to really learn it, but you always, want to know more about it. And uh, then all of a sudden there's like a very random like magazine shop open that, which is like almost like, you know, 14 years ago in China, which at the time, like, you know, we don't, you know, there's no Gucci or Prada or yeah. Louis Vuitton, there's like literally nothing. So that's the only way that you kind of thinking, oh, that's outside the world. So, you know, I'm being such a big fan of that magazine shop next yeah. to my, you know, high school. So that's how I, you know, like know fashion. There's mm -hmm. knowing such a thing about fashion, and I have urge of want to learning it as well. Yeah. And were there any um, sort of designers, sort of from a young age, that stood out and that sort of influenced you and made you think, I want to get into fashion? I mean, obviously, like. Is that a hard question to no, answer? No, <laughs> it's it's literally Galliano and McQueen. That's you mm -hmm. know really the influence that's attract me actually come to London as well. Yeah. To really you know follow the path and then you know, wondering what, the, what this magical city can offer to, mm -hmm. a, to, a, to somebody who actually have passion, yeah. And of course, because Central St. Martins is, um, well, it's renowned for its fashion and its fashion designers. So was that somewhere, like, how did you come to find out about that and why did you want to, to go there? Obviously, you I kind of get all the knowledge from that magazine shop next to my high school. And uh, so it's like, you kind of, you know, first of all, I cannot remember English names at the time because I don't really speak English name. But I just feel like you want to know how do you pronounce John Galliano and, you know, Alexander McQueen. But you kind of learn it, you know, you try and you're very hard to remember it, but you always forgot. It's like now when people pronounce Hui Shan Zhang, you know, it's like at that, that time, like you kind of just wondering how, you know, how fascinating, you know, to actually one day to go mm -hmm. somewhere to study. And uh, so it's like, you know, it's kind of really trying to find your way to get, ha get hands on, you know, this kind of information yeah. and to find a way to actually, you know, to learn about them, yeah. And how did you find your time there? Because I think, um, obviously, it is an incredible place, but people mm. sort of have mixed feelings about it. It's sort of a, a sink or swim kind of place. So d did you enjoy being there? I definitely enjoyed it. I really, you know, that's actually the whole reason I, will, I came to London because uh, 
I studied in New Zealand actually mm -hmm. and lived there for seven years and I graduated and then kind of found a job and then feel happy with myself and then all, all of a sudden my father said he want to encourage me to study more. I said, okay, if I want to study, the only place I want to be is Central St. Martin. At yeah. the time, I, it's a joke because you, know, you don't even know how to get in and you don't even know the information because that was like 12 years ago that time you're still using die-up internet. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you, you yeah. And my father said to me, he said, okay, go for it if, you, if that's what you want. I said, are you sure? Mm -hmm. you know, and he said, okay, you know, if you can find how to get there, then you, you should try. So then you know, literally I went to, I, I don't even have a computer at the time. Yeah. I went to the internet shop and then literally searched how to get to Central St. Martin. L thank God they have a website. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, that's how I started. I, I, I found uh, their number. At the time, there's not even like an internet, you know, like international phone call card, like what we have now, you yeah. know, very handy. So I, I kind of found a friend who has an international line in New Zealand. So I died from New Zealand to, you know, to the U to London, asked how can I get in, you know, I just like literally bought a ticket, come here straight away. That's determination, you know. Yeah. That's impressive stuff. Yeah. Um, so I remember seeing your, um, your BA collection, obviously, in the preview, and being wowed by it. It was totally beautiful. Um, what, tell me about the sort of inspiration behind that and kind of your aesthetic. So um, at all time, actually, um, Basically, I follow my, uh, you know, follow my path to St. Martin actually mm -hmm. at the time because I graduated already. I always have a dream about building something associated with China because, you know, it's like ever since I live in China, I feel more connected to it because, you know, at the time you feel like lots of Chinese symbol is too, you know, when you are in China, you feel you see it every day, but you don't really feel it's connected to you. But once you, apart from China, like living abroad, you feel like some, sometimes you miss it a lot. Mm. Especially, it's fascinating about my own culture. And then basically you just, I always want to do something associated with this because I just feel like there's lots of things that touches me, you know, when I was like in, you know, when I was young and then really feel like, you know, something really connected, but I want to be able to use them in, you know, in fashion as a, you know, as a form of art. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I came to St. Martin, I already have this idea, I want to have my own brand. So mm -hmm. that whole time, actually, I planned this, you know, yeah. since the day one I was in St. Martin, really trying to learn different perspective. So, you know, in St. Martin, it's like, you, you know, the best part of St. Martin is really they let you run free. Mm -hmm. So that's literally what you can take from this. Also, it's the best gift from school to teach you to learn everything by yourself. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So you can stand on your own two feet. Yeah. So, what was the um, the kind of the journey and the trajectory from once you graduated to actually setting up your own label? Like, how long did that take, and was it as easy as you thought it was going to be, or was it a nightmare? Or um, it's 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 literally, you know, like hard. You mm. know, it's very hard. You know, first of all. As a foreigner, you, mm -hmm. you, know, you don't really know much people here. Mm -hmm. Also, you don't really know much people from fashion, apart mm -hmm. from your teacher and this, uh, your classmate. So to set up a fashion business is very difficult mm. at the time. You know, you kind of have to always kind of convince yourself even <laughs> to actually keep doing it. Mm -hmm. and, but, you know, I think I'm very lucky, you know, among the way that, you know, I kind of really met lots of 
lots of people that really love and support me. Mm -hmm. And then first of all, I met, met you. <laughs> and then, Shops. you know, we keep the relationship, you know, from that moment. It's, it's incredible because I just found London offered me a lot because, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, you know, the you know, people here is really speak to you because, you know, you have something that's special, so which is very important to, to offer to a young starter like me. Mm. Yeah. And so when did you first start showing at London Fashion Week? I started show, uh, I first, uh, I did showroom before I started to show at London Fashion Week for, before, uh, I did like showroom for two seasons, mm -hmm. and then I was very lucky, I, I met Sarah Mora, mm -hmm. obviously, at the time she, you know, she met me and then she really liked my work. I literally, it's one of my friends wearing one of my dress, mm -hmm. that's how she went to a BFC party, and she spot that dress and then asked her who, is the designer, so that's how I met her as well. It was incredible opportunity. And then she introduced me to BFC, and mm -hmm. then I entered the New Jane program. Yeah. So literally did all the London designers, you know, uh, followed all the de London designers' paths as well. Like, was very lucky to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. And then that's how, do I, how did I start to develop my business here and then really, you know, kind of learn and do it at the same time as well. What was it like having your first sort of London Fashion Week presentation or show? Like, because surely that's something sort of all young designers aspire to doing. So that must have been really quite a, a fashion moment for you. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's London always offer to people. It's like, you know, always have the diversity, you know, mm -hmm. like always, you know, encourage you to actually think what you know what you can do f to make it different mm -hmm. so i think that's really important mm -hmm. yeah and so how do you go about putting together a collection i literally you know i still using the you know like the the the, the you know every designer have different way but yeah. for me because of the time now we have to you know managing the team also there's mm -hmm. lots of logistics i think the beauty of it is like you have to always get inspired, mm -hmm. you know, it's like because it's not really it's very luxury now for, you know, for for me to actually to to actually find the proper time to actually do it. But I, what I feel is like actually, in fact, I like the feeling now because, you know, you get inspired by your your kind of design you know, radar is always very sensitive. So mm -hmm. you kind of, you can get inspired everywhere you go and then think things together and putting things together very quickly. I think it's quite important, yeah. Has it got easier as time has gone on or not because as your business has grown, you found yourself sort of pulled here, there and everywhere? Um, you know, it's literally, it's like uh, up and down. You know, it's <laughs> like, you know, it's once you down something, you think you gotta have some time, but then it's something quickly happen again. You have to really, you know, challenge yourself again. So you, you never kind of find there's a time is flat. It's always yeah. like this. So you kind of, as a designer, you just have to learn to cope with that, you know, because it's happening very fast. Yeah. So that's the thing, you know, so, but you have to make sure your head is always clear and mm -hmm. believe the direction and keep continue develop. And yeah. how many collections a year are you producing? Because um, obviously there's, we have autumn, winter and spring, summer, and then you also get pre and resort collections. Is mm -hmm. that something? that you do as well? Yeah, at the moment, actually, we're launching four collection now. Mm -hmm. So it's like we have the full collection for a year. So we have resort and main, and then pre-collection and the main collection. So it's, it's literally creating a much 
it's like four times, uh, two times bigger than what we used to do. Yeah. So it's like, you know, take lots of time. Keeps to you on your toes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why you have to inspire it all the time. <laughs> Um, and then, obviously, you've had lots of lovely ladies wearing your designs, so name drops up. <laughs> name drops up. So, yeah, I was very lucky and fortunate to dress lots of, you know, a dream, like, ambassadors in mm -hmm. the world to, for, the, uh, for the brand of Wei Shan Zhang. And mm -hmm. then we dressed Karen Natalie, Helen Mirren, Gwyneth Petrol, and most recently we also dressed uh, um, uh, Samantha Cameron when the Chinese... Uh, uh, Premier uh, yes. Chinese uh, chairman came to visit London, so it was incredible and honored as mm. well to to be a part of it. And then, really, you know, through them, I say, you know, the you know the image of Hui Shanzhang, you know, is always about elegant, intellectual woman, mm. and who's very sophisticated and well traveled as well. Yeah, and it, I mean, it must be amazing to see your designs on them. Yeah, it's incredible, you know, movement because, you know, it's, you kind of see the image through them, mm. you know, like, because they all have different, you know, um, personalities. But, you know, in a way that you see, you know, a garment to be worn, also you can see it's, it's your muse or customer actually show their personality through your uh, clothes, which is a very magical movement. And obviously I'm, it must be as well when you just sort of see... Um, this sounds wrong, but just like a normal woman, isn't it? because obviously someone's chosen to, to, you know, to buy the brand. That must be a real sense of achievement as well. Yeah, I mean, we do, you know, uh, uh, like uh, store events. We mm. do, you know, with different shops. And every time when I meet my my customer, that's really something I'm really happy. Also, I think it's really that movement is like the magic relationship happening because yeah. you know it's not only you know those you know um, those uh, you know, like Samantha or Karen, it's also is everyone that who actually like art and appreciate craftsmanship, also appreciate the garment at the same mm -hmm. time. So it's really, you know, important moment for me. Yeah. And what about other highlights in your career so far? Because obviously that would be one of them, but what, what other moments stand out? Because I think you've had some pretty impressive ones. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's like every season you kind of creating a new collection and mm -hmm. then you have, you know, lots of things to be, to be, you know, like new things to happen to the brand. And then obviously, you know, we, you know, recently launched our collection at Bergdorf Goldman. Exactly. Yeah, which is incredible that, uh, you know, um, it's one of, you know, one of the best store to me in New York. Like, I really appreciate this, you know, the support. Mm. And I also would be able to actually go to New York to see my customer there at the same time, which, which is amazing. Mm. And then kind of we, every season we open new new shops, you know, worldwide. And then to really meet different customers mm. around the world and learn their lifestyle and talk to them is really important. And know. sort of casting your mind way back when to when you were applying for Central St. Martins, did you think, you know, this was all going to happen? Uh, kind of, you know, it had that <laughs> dream, you know, but don't know how to get there, but you kind of have a big dream. So, you know, you just feel you have to believe it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. that, would that be your kind of advice to any aspiring designers then? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's really dream, you know, like, Pre, you know, like, be, always believe what you believe, you know, mm -hmm. like, you're always going to find a way to do something that you want. So yeah. I think that's very important. Just never give up. Yeah. 
And what, um, I guess that's, you know, lessons you've kind of learned. What, what other sort of poignant lessons have you learned? You obviously did um, some time working at Dior while you were at uni as well. So what, what did you learn there? Um, it's an incredible, you know, movement also experience because, you know, I, like, we, we, I remember when I was like in the third year and then all of a sudden my tutor told us, like, there's a, you know, there's somebody from Dior going to come over to set up project. So we're all very excited, always is Dior. And then, you know, the most price is like, you know, we literally, Dolphin Akno came in to personally brief the, you know, project to us, and also literally the, through the whole way we present to her as we were at the end. So it's incredible, you know, opportunity. Literally, you met somebody mm. who's very important to the fashion world and also has the passion to support young designers at this student stage to actually talk to them and then see their projects. Incredible experience. Mm. So I was very lucky to actually, you know, as a winner to, to, to be part of this program. So I, so I've been, you know, they, I've been, you know, um, honored to actually go to Dior. I actually had my year, you know, internship there. You know, it's incredible experience. Yeah. yeah. You look back on it very fondly. <laughs> um, what is there still that you want to achieve? Well, big question. Big You're question. doing pretty well, I think, so far. <laughs> you know, every season you have a goal mm. and then you're trying to achieve it, but in the bigger picture, you know, I always hope, you know, you know, I hope my big dream gonna become true one day. It's not there yet, but mm -hmm. I think one day it's gonna be. So really to creating Hui Shan Zhang as a, as a, you know, as a international um, luxury brand. So it's really, you know, have a, you know, international audience, fresh mm -hmm. appreciate and support us as well, yeah. And sort of in terms of building up that, um, the brand and the following the relationships with the customers. How important is sort of social media and the kind of more, you know, technological side of fashion and life? Like, do you, is social media very important for you? Yeah, I mean, social media is very new. Mm -hmm. I all, like at the beginning, I'm really anti this because I think now I realize it's just because I don't know how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I just like, okay. <laughs> and, but now it's kind of getting more interesting because, you know, you get comments. I mean, now we actually attract people from the social media, ask where they can buy the dress. You know, it's, it's very interesting. You know, it's yeah. like new way of connecting with your, you know, direct connecting to your customer, which is fascinating, like how much the social media can do for a young starter brand. Yeah. And also because the world is so big, that's exactly what I believe at the beginning, because you know, it's like you have people support you, but you always have people doubt you, but depending what you want to listen, then you know, which opinion gonna encourage mm -hmm. you, get, you know, getting through and then keep continuing. So I think in a way that's, you know, with social media that you can get very, direct connection with people who really appreciate because another way they won't follow you. Yeah. So, you know, kind of really saying, you know, you know, saying you do something good, which is very encouraging. Yeah. And I think social media has been part of the reason, um, I don't know if everyone knows, but there's been a bit of a shift in the sort of fashion system and cycle and there's kind of a see now, buy now mentality that's taking over with the shows. And like social media has been 
I think, quite key in that. But what, what do you think about that kind of shift? Is that something you plan to adopt or not so much? No, I think that's a very new concept. And mm. um, obviously, I cannot say I hate it now because uh, I, I, you know, I kind of need to figure out how to do it. Yeah. It's not because it's a trend. It's, it's just because it's, you know, it's a, you know, it's a, I think it's a wonderful tool to actually get in touch with your customer. Mm. I think for us, the product and the customer is always the most important. And otherwise, I don't think, without my customer support, I don't think I can even sit here today. <laughs> so that's why I think it's a wonderful tool for us to actually get to know them, to yeah. really know, you know, why they, I chat all the time with my Instagram followers, yeah. you know, because I just want to know what they think. So I think that's, that's important. And mm. then obviously with us, we have, you know, we are, we are small mm. and we can turn things very fast than some big brand. So, you know, we're always trying to do something new, obviously, that because we are in fashion. But, uh, you know, be a small brand always give us a lot of advantage as well to really try things differently. And then, you know, if it's work, it's work. If it's not, we learn from it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then obviously we just saw, um, I'm going to ask you guys some questions in a minute, um, but uh, the spring-summer collection there. I just wondered if you could quickly talk us through how uh, like a sort of show or presentation happens. So, like, is it, you know, do you sleep the night before? Is it terrifying? <laughs> so is it all worth it? Another <laughs> <laughs> thing is, you know, it's always kind of a um, question everybody asks me, like, are you really, really excited? I think, you know, I do very, very excited when you see the model actually, you know, walking down, you know, on, on your presentation. But the thing is, we see this garment from beginning until the end, <laughs> like six months, you know, You're in sick a row. Of it. <laughs> no. But, you know, it's the most important is like after this, you still think, oh my God, that's nice. So mm -hmm. I think that's something, it's quite rewarding to, to know that you did something right. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I think it's, it's always, you know, we, we have, I have my own atelier in China, so that's where I'm really proud of to, to actually, you know, make everything in my hometown at, at home. So I think it's, you know, because of the nature of we have everything sampled and manufactured there in China, so we have to be very organized, mm -hmm. you know, as a team, because another way we cannot never get it down. So, yeah. You know, very lucky that we always managed to actually get everything done a week before the fashion week started. Very so, good. which is the key of us to actually make sure everything is prepared and yeah. we are, you know, very calm when this come to London Fashion Week. To we want to be able to show the best side of us. And also, yeah. I guess you can enjoy it and yeah, be proud of what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Great, thanks Thank so much. Um, I've, I've talked a bit too much, so um, we want to hear more from Huishan. So if anyone has any questions, please put up your hand, and there are people with microphones. Boy over there. <laughs> Hello. Um, you've dressed some clearly impressive people, uh, very impressive roster. Is there anyone else you would like to dress? Is there a woman who you really would like to see wearing your clothes? Oh, well, I think... Man. <laughs> I think, you know... I don't think particularly there's a name there, you know, to say. Diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I always appreciate, you know, women who has interesting life and journey. Obviously, there's lots of women have, you know, different story. You know, I think, you know, for, for me, I always thinking my, my, I want my garment really want to belong to that woman. So I think, you know, for this case, you know, every woman, who actually, you know, have this kind of, uh, you know, different, you know, point of view, different point of view, 
and the quality always gonna fit in the Huishanjiang clothes. Yeah. Um, so, what will you now be doing now that you've just shown your autumn winter collection, which I need to flag is different to the one you saw? Fashion works in crazy seasons. Mm -hmm. So, what's next? What's the next? What takes you through the next six months of of you? Yeah, I mean, we're gonna head into Paris mm -hmm. next week for our sales campaign. We're gonna stay there for a week. So during that week, um, my team gonna be in charge of the sales. I will start in my inspirational trip, like literally collecting different inspiration. I mean, like hey, Paris is one of the places that you can really get inspired. Yeah. And after this, we gonna literally have like plan already few shop event, you yeah. know, happening either in New York or China. So we're gonna literally you know, the team gonna split, you know, to mm -hmm. different direction to actually promote the brand, meet the customer. And then soon we're gonna launch our resort collection in June, so it's very fast. Comes around real quick. Yeah. So what's, what's the, um, the best thing and the worst thing about being a designer? Well, the best thing is you, you know, if you like this job, <laughs> you, you, you know, you, you, you live your dream. But yeah. The worst thing is it's gonna be a nightmare if you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess you get to travel quite a lot though as well. Yeah, I get to travel a lot. I'm, I'm almost like, like now, like last time I did my calculation, I almost like, like 100, almost like 200 days I'm outside London wow. now. Yeah, so it's quite a lot amount of traveling. Because now, now, because the team is expanding, also our distribution is expanding, we, we have, you know, we have shops in Middle East, you know, in Europe, in America, in China, mm -hmm. in Japan. So I literally has to look after all of them. But it's incredible because, you know, I, I can see all my, you know, customers around around it. You know, to to me, it's like best excuse to go travel. So. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> best of both worlds. Yeah. But that's um that's really incredible because yeah, again, when I think back to kind of like what's happened in those sort of like you know five mm. years, it's uh, sort of an incredible journey, and it's you know. Incredible. Yeah. You've worked very hard and done very well. Thank so you. well done to Huishan. <laughs> okay, um, thank you very much for coming this evening. We hope you've learned something fashionable. <laughs> thank you all. Oh.